Are you ready? Ready to say farewell television and hello real world. Ready to regain that sense of wonder that comes with a packed suitcase. Amtrak Virginia is ready too. With big cozy seats, windows that let you binge watch natural beauty as you travel, free Wi-Fi, and special fares that give you 15% off trips in Virginia and DC. So, where to Virginia? Go to AmtrakVA.com for reservations. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, or its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Market and Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. You're listening to the Market and Mindset Mastery Radio Show, the show that brings you the top speakers in the marketing and video industry. Okay. Um, hi, and welcome. Liberty Virtual Solutions presents our radio and podcast series called Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. I'm your host, Marie Mason. In this week's episode, we're going to discuss ways to create your marketing message. This will help you provide crucial information for growing your business. Make sure you listen live right here on W4C by Radio every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Moreover, if you missed anything or just want to hear it again, our podcast is on demand 24-7 on iHeartRadio and many other outlets where we are heard. So, question for y'all. Have you ever wondered how to start a podcast? You might be wondering who would be listening to you. And I've caught myself asking me that same question, to be honest. So, are you feeling insignificant or maybe you're in the dark about your purpose? I'm here to tell you that you are good enough just as you are. We need more positive voices to share their message in this into the world. And even more, now more than ever, when you do what you are meant to do, then everything will fall into place. Let me encourage you that you are good enough just as you are. I don't know about you, but I tend to overthink and talk myself out of doing something because I feel insignificant. And that feeling of being insignificant is the seed of doubt that turns into fear. And we need to eliminate that fear from our minds and our lives. Fear has, should have no place in our city, no sweet state, country, or in the world at large. Repeat after me, fear has no place in me. So, I want you to welcome to you to the Mindset Marketing Mastery Radio Show. We are looking out for experts in the field of digital marketing, podcasting, speaking, and um, virtual marketing, uh, virtual uh, events, actually. So, my for our show. So, if you would like to be a guest speaker on our radio show, please go to the Mindset Marketing Mastery Show here on W4C by Radio and click on the contact link below. And that will be on our radio page. I believe in the power of connection and collaboration, and especially with our audience and our guest speakers. Marketing Mindset Mastery will be here every week on W4CY Radio on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern to provide you with valuable information in the world of digital marketing and webinar production. So, and also, also, um, virtual events. So at the conclusion of today's episode, I would like to invite you to take advantage of the exclusive offers that our guest speakers will share with you today. So let me um, 
introduce to you on today's show my good friend Joseph Smile, uh, Joseph Paul Smile. Excuse me, I want to correct myself there. Uh, we will be showing you how to get started in podcasting. And Joseph has an amazing background that includes being a professional podcaster, digital marketing strategist. It's Smiley Real Talk. Sorry, Smile Real Marketing. Is that one? Is the right great one, Joseph? I want to make sure I got that right. Just you can correct me afterwards. Smiley Talk. Smiley talks. Okay, just had to make sure. It was a little typo, and I apologize. So, Smiley Real Talks. And then, business owner uh, and founder at Elixmar, and also a coach and podcaster at Smile Real Talks, um, as well as the founder of an online university, which I will let you try to pronounce that later on when we get, to get further on. So, to, <laughs> so today, he will be, like to talk to you about the five stages of getting podcast started. Um, Joseph is going to walk through the steps from planning to a podcast to launching it. And both of our expert uh, guest speakers and topics today will be engaging and provide crucial information for you and your business. So make sure you stay tuned right here on W4CY radio station um, and for an amazing episode of Marketing Mindset Mastery that airs on Thursdays at 6 p.m. I will have to say this because I don't know if all of you realize it, but whenever you hear all of our little introductions and even the little commercial for Liberty Virtual Solutions, the voice behind that is my best, is my dear, dear friend, Joseph Paul Smiley, who I'm so excited that he's on the show tonight and with us. And so, but Thank in the you. meantime, you're welcome. My pleasure. And it's glad to have you, but we'll be right back. You're, you are listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. And we will be right back. We're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Liberty Virtual Solutions help coaches and small business owners in creating a clear marketing message that will attract paying clients through social media marketing for an increased marketing and sales conversion. Visit www.LibertyVirtualSolutions.com for more details. Welcome back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Radio show with your host Marie Mason, um, and our our first guest is Joseph Paul Smiley, and he is a digital marketing strategist at Smile Real Talks Marketing. He is the owner and founder of Elixmart and coach and a podcaster at Smile Real Talks, and a and a founder of Smile Real Talks Academy Group. Today, he would like to be talking to you about the four stages or five stages on how to get a podcast started. So, please help me welcome. Our first guest speaker to the show, uh, Joseph, and his topic today is about the four or five stages of podcasting and how to set up your podcast properly. And you may have to correct me if I'm saying something incorrectly. So take it away, <laughs> Joseph. Take it away, Joseph. <laughs> so welcome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome. And thank you so much. My Anyways, uh, yeah, my name is Joseph Paul Smile, as Marie rightly said. Um, I am the owner of Smile Real Marketing, <laughs> smilerealmarketing.com digital um, service website and um, company. So we help um, businesses with um, the 
digital services like video production, audio production, web design, and so much more. So um, delving deep into today's um, show, I'm super excited to be here. So I, um, I have some questions for you, if you don't mind, if I, if you don't mind me asking you a few questions along the way. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um. So you have a basically you have I guess is it four or five different steps in your in how you create a podcast. Yeah. Just help me clarify that. Is it four or five steps that you have? Mm-hmm. We have four. Okay. Four. Good. So we, we we have multiple stages, but we can just wrap it all into four or five. So Perfect. today we'll be talking about four stages on how you can start up a podcast Excellent. and advance to more different stages. Yeah. Perfect. What's the first stage? What is the very? What is the? How do you get started? What do you have to prepare for? Or is there okay. something you can do even before that? Yeah, you, you know, before before you start, whatever you want to do, you have to first of all go into what we call planning. So we have the first stage is called the planning stage. So in the planning stage, there are five things that you need to do during this um, planning stage. So at the planning stage, you have to make sure that you have your topics and your theme well stated. Um you need to also choose like days that you want to run your podcast. You need to have a format for your podcast. And um, you have to, if you want it to be a single podcast, you know, you're just the only person on that podcast talking about whatever you love. It's still okay. But a lot of people love to, you know, give more life to their podcast by having guests, you know. So Picking a guest can be quite challenging because sometimes your guest might be like, I'm not sure I can make it to the podcast anymore. You know? <laughs> and sometimes yep. it's so, so much a big challenge for a lot of podcasters. But you need to plan that out. When you plan all those parts out, it can take you to the other stages, uh, you know, make you more successful in the other stages of um, podcasts, you know, planning and appropriating all the strategies to grow your podcast. You get Excellent. Yeah, and then one of the things I was going to ask you is, I know I've come across this a couple times, and I know you're a podcaster as well, so I have to pick your brain on this one while we're on here. When it comes to choosing a guest speaker and stuff, and um, and mostly it's focused, you choose a guest speaker, sometimes they do cancel on you. So do you have like a backup plan? Because I know I had to have a backup plan for mine, so I didn't know if you had one, if they don't show up on a podcast. Can you hear me okay? Joseph, did you hear that? Okay. You can hear. Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. I'm I still can hear here. You. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. I can perfect. Hear you. So. All right. Great. So when you have when you have a um, a guest to disappoint you in a podcast, you actually have to um, have what we call a plan already, like having. Another guest on that same day might not be a whole thing to be unimportant. Like you're trying to use them as a backup plan. You may have to, to so that guests feel that way. So unclear. Okay, can you hear me? All right. I can hear you better now, but you were breaking up a minute ago. So can you okay. just repeat that last? Can you re- can you release? Can you repeat that last statement about? Okay, the, uh, absolutely. About, yeah. About the back. Yeah. So you see, when a speaker disappoints you or a guest speaker disappoints you to be very particular, you have to just make sure that your 
podcast planning should be just pre-record. So pre-recording of your podcast makes life very easy. Just so, um, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Okay, so having your podcast pre-recorded can make life really easy for you. And you can go ahead to post it on your podcast platform, on your podcast um, hosting platform. So it makes life really much easier. Why I said it makes life really easy for you is because you're not going to have the headache of making your other podcast guests feel like they're just a backup because having any any of your podcast guests as a backup might make them feel a little bit inferior. Yeah. So it might make them feel that way and they wouldn't be super excited to really be on that podcast because they are just sort of a backup. But when you go straight to them and tell them, hey, we're supposed to have a podcast on this day, okay? So you just pre-plan in case there's any disappointment, like maybe you're affected by weather or affected by activity or an emergency. You just have to reschedule the podcast entirely. Then if you have another podcast, you just record the next podcast and post it. So that saves you so much time and, you know, energy um, doing a lot of things of or backing up or feeling distressed about it. Because when a client, um, when a podcast guest disappoints you, the next um, podcast um, guest might also disappoint you because they are only a backup and they are not super ready and charged for that podcast. So that's just the strategy I use. Perfect. Thank you. So what is the yeah. next stage? The next stage in your in your four-step process is it can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh sure, sure. You see the next stage I told you it's all about planning fully for this podcast. It's not about having one stage from stage one, two and three, right? But you can just have it that you have clearly planned your podcast, your topic, you choose your date, have your format, pick your host. If you're just the host or you want somebody to run the podcast for you or you want to just um, select your guest speakers, they are all in that first um, planning stage. So the next stage that is important is what I call the preparation stage. So these are these, this is very complex in a way <laughs> yeah because sometimes you might have to outsource some part of it and this is where you have to start spending you know the first part is just your planning you can just do that and on paper right, right. so this next part you need to prepare a lot of things you need to get your graphic designs for your show you need to in the graphic design we have your episode um, cover art and you have your you know normal podcast cover art so just like on the way it's displayed on, let me say, Spotify or Anchor or iTunes, you know, for each of your podcast episode, you can have a graphic design. Then for all your podcasts, you can just have one cover photo that describes just your entire podcast. It talks about your um, what your podcast is about. Like for mine, mine is normally Smarty Talks is super laser focused at helping you discover yourself, grow and transform your world by connecting you to countless entrepreneurs, coaches, business experts and professionals. I'm being very fast, so I see a lot of time, right? So it's just about three things. It's about discovery, about growth, about transformation. That's what the podcast is about. So you put it on on your cover art. So when you define all this, when people come across your cover art, they immediately know what your podcast is all about. So that's where your 
graphic design is very much important as it describes your podcast at a glance. So you need to write a professional intro. So like um, my intro, you just have to welcome everybody, make everybody feel at home, bring them into that. Keep up with Team USA with gig speeds over Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Requires gig internet and compatible gateway. Gig speed Wi-Fi is shareable across all devices. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. To make good profit, don't just focus on making a good profit. Focus on helping your customers improve their lives. They benefit and you make good profit. Just one of the lessons you'll discover in the New York Times bestseller, Good Profit, by Charles Koch at goodprofitbook.com. A podcast, then you just also write, um, maybe if you want to write some um, bumpers that you might have in that podcast or commercials that you might personally want to promote, you have to also write that down and make it really professional. As um, people listening to you, you don't know where they are. So you just need to make it to be up to standard. So another important thing is your mic. Very much important. Like we we kind of had my challenge earlier. So <clears throat> Your microphone is super important for recording your podcast because it helps even your editor, your audio editor makes it makes life very easy for your um, audio editor. They don't need to start using a lot of um, effects or plugins to begin to make your podcast sound more better, right? So they just have to use the good microphone. So microphones are like Yeti mic, um, Audio Technica, um, sure mic, they're very high quality mics and they capture your mic, so um, your voice. So we have two types of mics here. We have, question, um, we have. Question for you. Question for you, just to, before you go into the two types okay. of mics. Um, some people right. use headsets. Is there a headset that you recommend too? Because like there's more than just the microphones too. Because some, okay. so I was just wondering if you, Brilliant. you touch on that too. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant question. Is it about the headphones? Headphones are more you are more you know more important when you're using it for return when you're getting return in sound, right? That's where headphones come in. You shouldn't go buy like gaming headphones. They would have low quality. You know the gaming headphones that have this kind of mic that slides down from the ear side down to the mouth. So that kind of um um microphone it doesn't give you high quality sounds you know it might give your editor some kind of dynamic sound which is not what you want in your um you know in your audio so you you have to just make sure that why you're why i wanted to mention the two types of mic it also answers this question the two types of mic which is dynamic and, and um condenser mic so when you're using the dynamic mic dynamic captures any sound around why can condenser captures the sound just in front of it. So if your microphone is um, a condenser mic, it's super good. Most example of a, a dynamic mic are those microphones you see people use in events for speaking or even in churches, services and all that. So they are dynamic mic. They just capture sound from any direction. But dynamic, I mean, condenser captures sound directly from that mic, you know, from one direction, it captures it and doesn't capture noise around, which is the purpose it's built for. So to reduce um, noise from the background, you get. So example includes the Shore mic I mentioned, the Audio Technica, and the um, Yeti mic. They are super amazing. Though Yeti mic has the ability 
for you to set it to go into dynamic or into um, condenser. So that's super amazing. But the highest quality mics so far, though I'm just suggesting them because, you know, technology improves, is the um, Shure mic. It's just the highest quality for now that I know about. It, it just mixes your voice already and makes editing super simple for your audio editor. Yeah. So that's it for the, yeah, for the types of um, types of microphone. So the other part I do, even in my own podcast, I actually do take my podcast into a form of video. <clears throat> Some people want to see my guests. They want to see who I'm talking to. They want to see us when we're having the conversation. They, some people dropped feedback that, hey, I'm more engaged when I see you guys talking instead of listening to just audio. So so I say, okay, no problem. Let's have um, this video posted on YouTube. So most times I turn my podcast into, into um, videos. So that's what takes me to having lighting, okay? Lighting is now important because if your lighting is really poor, it will still make that podcast even on YouTube less engaging. Yeah, so most times I turn that um, podcast into a video and people watch it over there on YouTube. So you need lighting, you need that microphone again, and you need a good camera. You see that? You need lighting, good microphone, and good camera for that um, sort of podcasting. If you want to, you know, leverage that style of podcasting too. If you just want to focus only on the audio, it's still fine. So a lot of people, that's how they run their podcasts. But some people still... Like for me, I have my podcast audio format and I still have the videos too. So um, that takes me to the other part of having your guests prepared because um, sometimes your guests might not have all those equipments for you to do a proper high quality um, sounded podcast. So you have to just use and help them improvise what they have, you know, improve what they have. They should make it better, right? So you just... Sometimes you encourage them to buy a microphone, even if it's not high quality or expensive microphone, but the Audio Technica is not much expensive. So they can go for the Audio Technica or for the Yeti mic. So they can use that to have a good sound. So you have to prepare your guests. For me, I, I personally do this then when I, I want to um, get on a podcast. I once had Marie Mason too on my podcast. So I like charging up. Yeah. I like charging up my guests before my podcast, before my main recording. Like I do that so I could raise your spirit. I could make them feel relaxed. There was this lady I had on my podcast and she was like, I'm nervous. I was like, Oh my God, you, you don't look like a person that will even, uh, that will even be nervous, let alone be nervous. And I was like, don't worry, calm down. You'll be fine with this podcast. And she was like, oh, thank you. And she enjoyed the entire podcast and she gave so much value, so much value. So some, these are another tip I'm adding to this level. You need to make your um, podcast guests or your guests generally relax and let them feel at home. Don't throw questions at them and they answer like, you know, um, journalists asking people questions on the way, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. just that's it. Make it conversational yeah. like we're doing. We're trying to make it more conversational. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I really enjoyed your going on your podcast, too. I'm so grateful you're on <laughs> mine today. But those are great oh, yeah. points. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. So do you have any yeah. more on uh, on this topic or you or do you have more on what's on ready for the stage uh, three? Because we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, after after the um, second stage, I told you about 
we have a very, very, and I'll use that word again, very, 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 very important level, very important stage again, which is recording and editing stage. Okay. Now having all those, you know, gears, all those podcasting gears doesn't make your podcast great already. It's only a tool. And if you don't know how to use it, it's all whack. It's all useless, right? So you need to learn how to use your podcasting gears. So you need to practice them and know how they work. So some people just buy a mic and be like, how does this thing work? How does it work? How does it work? And they don't know how to use it. They get a camera, they don't know how to use it. So what I'm advising people that want to go into creating their own podcast is learn whatever device you buy. Be patient with reading the manual. Yes, a lot of people just buy things and they, you know, they buy things and they just throw away the manual. Like, yeah, I got a mic. Yeah, study that microphone a little, not too deep, but just study how to turn it on, how to plug it in, how to use it on your computer, <clears throat> or how to plug it to an interface, and make sure you have a good production. So that will help a lot. That will help a lot. So that will improve your recording. That's why I'm talking about this. You know, microphone is very important in podcasting. Very, very, very important. So you need to absolutely make that part, you know, clear on your side. So for your recording, make sure you have your questions set already. If you don't have your questions set, it's going to make you, um, you know, falter or stutter a little or so much in your podcast. I remember when I first started out with my podcast years ago, I, I was stuttering most of the times on my podcast. It's natural. Don't feel bad about it. If you're starting out, your podcast is a natural thing and that's a sign of growth. So, but another way you need to overcome it, this might sound very funny, but it works great. It works great. In, in fact, it improves your confidence. It's for you to stand before a mirror and, and look at the mirror, look at yourself and talk about your podcast. Like I might stand at the, in front of the mirror and I'll be like, welcome to um, Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Today, I want to teach you about, you just talk to yourself, you're practicing. So the more you do it, the more you trick your brain to get used to it. It's, a, it's quite psychological. So you trick your brain to get used to it and your brain is like, yeah, I'm normal. I'm like, I'm used to this. So there's, you you wouldn't have this um, um, sort of, um, um, you know, being scared when you're on the mic to record, you know, your podcast. You just feel smooth and you can, like sometimes my family, my siblings, my my family, they'll be like, yeah, Smiley Talks podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Smiley Talks is super laser focused. I just tell them about my podcast and I feel so relaxed about it. You understand? Good. So that's, that's awesome. how, as <laughs> one of the ways I work that out. So it helped boost my recording ability. So the other part I need you to also take note of is the video. That's if you're doing the video, right? The video is very important. So I already talked about that in the former stage. So the next important point is your, um, your edit. Yeah, some people like for my podcast, I do all my editings because um, I'm a video producer, video editor and audio producer, right? So I do all my editings. But when you don't um, have access to or have the knowledge of doing all this, wow. And, you know, you have to make it professional. So some people don't have to just jump into it and start doing editing. It doesn't just work that way. You have to, over the years, learn and understand it, go for the schooling and the, uh, get certification courses and so much more for you to be good in 
uh, video editing and video production and audio production and editing is quite complex. It's quite complex. <laughs> so I would not advise anybody going into podcast to start learning all that. I would advise you to outsource it, outsource your editing, give it out to people that are good at doing that. So um, some people can reach out to me and be like, hey, can you edit that? I'd be like, okay, great. That's what I do. I edit it for them and they feel super excited about that. So that's very much important. Else, if your editing is poor, you, you're not able to add your intro, you're not able to do your bummers, you're not able, able to do your um, um, what's it called? outros and the commercials, the commercials. properly. Is going to ruin everything. And sometimes, you know, you might take a sort of a necessary break in the podcast because you guys quickly drifted out of point. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It's normal. Yeah, you can cut that part out because maybe your um, listeners don't need that part. You can just cut it out. So these are things your editor have to do for you. You know, if it's for audio and for video, it's also different because you have to make sure you put down the topics, use some motion graphics and some after effects stuff and all that to make it look very enticing and engaging. So that's the, the point for that's just the point you need to hold for now in, on this second part. And getting your transcript also is very necessary for uh, a very successful podcast. Your transcript is really, really, really important. If you don't have that, it might um, not help your editors because when you give them your transcript, it makes life easy for them too. They follow your transcript and they work with that. Okay, so that's just it for the second, I mean the third stage, which is recording and editing stage. That is fantastic, and lots of lots of nuggets in there. I can tell you that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank so you. I, I always learn something when I hear somebody talk about something like this. This is awesome. So, and what is yeah. the last stage that you want to talk about? I mean, you had some really good information there too, from what I recall. Yeah, yeah. The last very important stage is even if you have amazing recording <laughs> and amazing editing, the last stage is what's going to make it all come to life. And you are so excited. All the burden and the stress is going to be lifted off you, right? The last stage is um, the launching stage. So you need to, before you launch your podcast, you need to have, you know, there's a difference between having a podcast hosting and a podcast um, um podcast hosting and a website hosting so when you have your podcast hosting you have anchor you have uh, itunes you have so many um, podcast um, hosting platforms there's so many of them i think over a hundred there's so many so you can choose from any of them we have the stitchers and we have the stitchers <laughs> we have stitcher we have breaker we have google podcast is uh, all about integration though Google Podcast is, is uh, you know, they accept your RSS feed and it helps to send your podcast out to other people. Like my podcast is on about five different platforms plus my website, six platforms. So I have my website hosting and I have my podcast hosting. So you can host your um, podcast on any of those um, podcast hosting platforms for you to be able to launch a podcast. So when you do this, you have to take your RSS feed, put it up on your website, do all the setup. Maybe you just hand it over, outsource it to a web developer or web designer. Okay, they know what to do. They integrate it for you and make it look good. And that's it. People are listening, people are subscribing and downloading your podcast. And that's the proof. So, and I wanna add another tip after this. So, 
But let me get done with this launching stage because the next um, very important tip is what everybody loves hearing about. <laughs> yes. <Awesome. laughs> so the, the, this part, you know, launching stages, so you have to uh, kind of- To make good profit, don't just focus on making a good profit. Focus on helping your customers improve their lives. They benefit and you make good profit. Just one of the lessons you'll discover in the New York Times bestseller, Good Profit, by Charles Koch at goodprofitbook.com. Welcome to Sweet Tea USA, where we know our sweet tea, and we like it sweet. Sweet in the morning to get you through the day, sweet in the evening to put a smile on your face. And McDonald's knows sweet tea, too. That's why you can get any size sweet tea for just a dollar. Plus, with insulated large cups, your drink stays cold longer. Here in Sweet Tea USA, everything is a little sweeter. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal as compared to prior large cup. Work with your host, you know, about, you know, there are some things you don't have to post online, like because of kids. So you have to make sure that your content is either focused on both adults and kids or just for adults. And so you have to make sure you follow that policies, terms and condition of most of these platforms. Like for me, before posting my podcast, I send this um, agreement kind of form through email. That's the form I, um, the way style I use. So I send it through email to <clears throat> my podcast guest after the podcast, then before publishing it. So I just post it, send that to the email, just as um, it's just a, uh, an important thing to do you know so just send it in case the person comes tomorrow and be like no you know we didn't agree to have this posted I like no we did so the person checks is for law purposes right in case the person sues you or say something about your podcast or accuse you yeah things like that may happen so <clears throat> it's left for you to make sure you are prepared so have you have the law part that that's another entire you know, teaching on its own. And I might not be able to cover it on this um, show today. So you need to get that part clearly stated, your law aspect, put it up, make sure your contents are very much neat and healthy for everybody to consume. If you have a particular niche or, or age you're targeting, just focus it on them and, you know, Mind your commercials you accept, mind um, the words you use or the words your guests use on that podcast. So it's very important. So make sure you embed your podcast. I already talked about that to your website. And, and you can also promote your podcast when you launch it on social media platforms. I do that a lot. And you, most people listen to my podcast even from saying it on social media. So they click on that link and jump into the podcast, listen and give you feedback. So also have a Facebook page for your podcast. It's very awesome. So it helps you grow in, in business. It helps you grow generally in what you talk about and you reach out to more people. So I'm going to the last stage now, which is um, how you can profit for podcasting. I know a lot of people want to hear that. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of people, (laughs) I'm going to give you just about nine ways that you can profit from podcasting. I'm not going to explain them, but I might just drop a little. Yeah, we might have to bullet point this one to save on time. So, yeah, so you have nine. Can you give like a quick summary of the nine nine, uh, steps of of monetizing, I guess? Is that what it is? Yes, yes. So the first... um, part is very popular is sponsorship okay people can profit from 
their podcast through sponsorship. People can sponsor them and all that is very is self-explanatory. And um, they- and can you go and, and I think we just literally lost you. Um, let's see if we can. Can you come? Can you hear me? OK. Can you hear me? OK. Joseph, can you come in? Maybe we might have to save this talk for another day. Um, Joseph, one, can you hear me? Oh, there's some. Yeah. Okay. Five minutes. So we got five minutes to wrap this up. Oh, sure. Okay. The next part is consulting, and um, you have coaching. That's number five. Number six, you have um, selling your own books, you know, that you've written on your podcast. You can benefit from that. And the next part is public speaking. As people hear you talking your podcast, they're going to invite you to speak, okay? So the next, second to the last thing is hosting live events. You can host live events and have people so you can profit from that. You build a community. So the last very popular thing is also Patreon. You can have people support your podcast, even your videos, uh, I'm using Patreon. So that okay. these are the nine ways that you can profit from podcasting. I'm going to ask you, and I hate to ask you because we're down to the last few minutes, but um, and you've got so much valuable information. We're down to the four minutes now. But I wanted to ask you real quick, could you just really <laughs> short, in short, recap, like literally highlight and bullet point, don't get into too much detail, the last, the nine steps. Because oh. I don't think we, we, you cut out at the part of it, so we couldn't hear you. So the oh, first okay. one would be what? The first is sponsorship second advertising third affiliate marketing fourth coaching fifth consulting six selling your own books seven public speaking due to your podcast speaking eight hosting live events and nine patron yes these are the nine ways you can profit from podcasting Oh, that is so fantastic. Thank you. And I know that you have some goodies for our audience. So could you just tell me what you're, um, what it is that you're willing to share with us today on, as far as how they can, how they can, um, what is it that you can bring value to them at the end? Of, you know, oh, they can sure, sure. So yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, anyway, for those that want to start out, start up their podcast, I'll be willing just because of this podcast, I'll be willing to help them at um, half the rate of whatever service they want on my company just because of your podcast today. So uh, we'll be giving the 50% slash to any of your, any person that will be coming with the code Mary Mason and okay. we'll just attend to them. So it's my gift to every of your listener today that wants Thank to you. start up a podcast and, and more so um, for, Okay. We'll put that on uh, the radio page, and they can go and grab that link, and they can go on there and do that. Okay. That'll be perfect. All right. So, yes. Yeah. So, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah. It has been a real pleasure. I hope you got some chance to enjoy yourself on today's podcast as well. So uh, absolutely, I did. You, you have an amazing, amazing um a topic so and uh, he, basically here are the highlights of your topic you were uh, for us you basically um, helped us with the with the uh, planning stages with the preparation stages with the um, and 
and, and even the video editing and stuff like that in the in the recording and then also gave us so much more uh with everything like from the launching and even the extras which was the monetizing so that was incredible mm -hmm. so um i just wanted to sit there and thank you so much for that and um basically we are going to be getting ready to uh, take a short break and joseph has agreed to be our go um basically agreed to come on us again on another show at some point Absolutely. So, <laughs> Thank you. so anyway and i just want to encourage you guys to listen to uh listen here on we're going to be having another guest speaker on the next segment so please um stay with us and we're going to be here on um w4cy radio station thursdays at, at uh, 6 p.m eastern so with that Thank you for so much, Joseph, for joining us. And we will be right back. Yeah. You're listening to the Mindset Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. So we are now going to commercial break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Liberty Virtual Solutions help coaches and small business owners in creating a clear marketing message that will attract paying clients through social media marketing for an increased marketing and sales conversion. Visit www.LibertyVirtualSolutions.com for more details. Welcome back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Welcome back. Uh, this is Marie Mason from Marketing Mindset Mastery. Uh, and we are happy to have Shailen Portugal, which is our next guest. She is our an email copywriter and marketing automation specialist from the Philippines. So you may hear some close some roosters in the background and, and some neighbors' dogs. So just be there with us. You know, we're going to have that. We're just being very real on our show. Um, but uh, hopefully you all find that relaxing. So anyway, uh, she has been helping uh, six figures and eight figures business owners dominate their market and increase sales with data-driven and conversion-focused email marketing strategy since 2014. She is the founder of Digital Marketing entrepreneur bootcamp where she offers email marketing consultancy and email marketing programs and today she's going to be talking about her three steps process in crafting high conversion email copy how this process can help you write the email the right email content send uh, when send when and send to whom now she will also talk about the next steps for you to take if you're serious about dominating your market and increasing sales which, with conversational marketing, which totally lines up with what I actually do in my um, agency as well. So that's fantastic. So I'm going to take it away, have uh, Shannon take it away and just ask her a few questions. So Shannon, are you ready to come on? Let me know when you're ready. Yes. Uh, thanks for having me today, Mary. Oh, Thanks it's my pleasure. You. Thank you. Thank Hi. you for being here. It's a real honor. So um, I've just been getting to know you lately, and it's been a it's been an interesting experience hanging out with you. I'm learning a lot. Um, so the first question I'm going to ask Shannon um, is: Can you um, pretty much introduce us? What is the first step in crafting a high converting email copy? Right. Okay. So um, 
Now, this three-step process behind high conversion email copy is my exact process in writing e every email copywriting projects that lands on my page. And after this segment, it is my goal for you to at least get the basics deep dialed in so you can start uh, crafting not just an email, but an email that adds value to your email subscribers and help them click your call to action so you can help them uh, better. You can help them better with your uh, paid programs. Okay, so let's start. My three-step process behind high conversion email copy, and the, the first thing is in the in the step process is the research. Okay. Okay. So, how much research do you do for each email? I mean, do you spend a few minutes doing that, or do you spend like a couple hours, or does it depend on the topic? Right. So, I don't really have a time frame in in doing research because um um. It really depends on the number of products clients have and how much assets and data they, they already have. So uh, because in email marketing, uh, you cannot conjure a thing from nothing. So you need research. And most email copywriters, especially beginners, feel on this one. I myself included when I was just starting. So um, don't rely on your understanding and knowledge when writing an email because it will only cause headaches on your end. So remember this as well, that in email marketing, don't trust your instinct, but trust your data instead. So um, we have email marketing platforms like ActiveCampaign and Entrepart have features like um, lead scoring and tagging that will give you vital data to create email marketing campaigns that really converts. Uh, so data gathered can help you segment your contacts like based on their locations, what campaigns resonated with them, which programs of yours is best for them. So with this data, so you don't need to do a shoot in the dark uh, methodologies in your email writing. So in other words, write an email, hit send, and trust that your emails will get opened in sales notifications of your programs lighting up your phone. So, so the first step, as I mentioned, is research first. Research first. And how you can gather these data. I have three ways in gathering data. That is... Okay. In, Immersion, deep dive survey, and lead scoring. In immersion, this goes for new clients of yours. So what happened during this immersion is you gathered their current data from past email campaigns, assets of your clients like lead magnets, anything valuable that you can leverage when writing the copy in your clients or uh, their brand story. So gathered data from immersion can help you create a connection between the subscribers and your client brand. And what's the best way to convert your prospects? It, it's a good question. What is right. way? Yeah. It is not because they want your service. Because remember, there are lots of products out there the same as you off, as your offer. But because they will buy your, your, your offer because they trust that you can deliver. And trust is built when they know your brand. That's where property sharing your story comes in. And to connect genuinely with your subscribers. And my other... Two ways is the first, the second way in doing research is deep dive survey. This goes to new market, new target market, or if you have a new client and they don't have a proper data. So what goes here is just an email asking subtle questions like, what's your number and struggle? This can be a one to two email containing a link to a survey form. And the purpose of this survey is finding out frequent pain points and objections of your email subscribers. And these answers you can leverage and call out to craft an email copy that resonates to your target market. And the third way in doing research is by doing a lead scoring. So 
I mentioned this earlier, a feature from uh, select email marketing platforms like Entreport and Antetwin or Kartra with lead scoring, you can add points for every action that your leads perform with your emails. For example, a contact open your email, a contact click on a link inside your email, a contact share your email, and a contact opted in on a certain program assures with the purpose of finding on which bucket or which program of yours your email subscribers falls in. So at what part of or finding out at what part of customer journey are they now and whether they are gold, warm, or ready to buy a subscriber. So I'm telling you, with this latest properly gathered during your research, I'm pretty sure you'll either reach email marketing open rates and click-through rate industry standards and get replies like, hey, it feels like you are exactly reading my mind. I badly need this right now. Okay, so... With this latest gutter, this will help you strategize your email marketing campaigns, which is uh, the next process in my three-step uh, process behind uh, high-conversion email copy. Cool. And then you have, and so that was my other question was, you know, how do you craft the perfect message for email copy? Do you have a specific, it sounds like you have a specific strategy. Is that correct? Right. Can you, talk us, can you walk us through it? Right. So... You see, uh, I know you are probably asking right now, where's the writing of the high conversion email copy part? But you see, the writing is the last part really. So you first get the data from research. Then second is creating a strategy. Email marketing copy should not be, because because email marketing copy should not be a one-time email that you send. Else you'll be writing very long emails, which is... Not definitely good because according to study, 2.7 seconds is the average attention span of your email reader. So now, would you like to read a uh, mini book inside your email? I am so tired of 20-page, 30-page long emails. It's pathetic. I know, one page is all you really need, right? Right. <laughs> right, because as I mentioned, email marketing should give your email subscribers a wonderful uh, customer journey. So... How to do that is through strategizing. Strategizing how be how to best guide your email subscriber from cold prospects to ready buyers of your uh, paid programs and how to best create a strategy for email marketing campaigns. By keeping in mind these two things, your customer journey and the purpose of your email. Okay, so a customer journey. So from the data you gathered from your customers in step one, you should now have a customer avatar. Now, this is your ideal client on each bucket of your email list. Okay, so with your customer avatar dialed in, now visualize what they are going through, their obstacles that should be shut down. And from the data you gather, you can clearly see how your subscribers interacted in your brand. So what you should do is do more of what works, find out find out how this new uh, signed up paid students got on this point in my in my funnel in your funnel and duplicate their customer experience for other subscribers of yours as well so they can be as well become paid clients so i mentioned that email marketing is not a one-time email so how to best guide your customers in their customer journey have you read of sequence marie the email sequence yes yes could you give us a little bit more information on that because that's something that's very valuable to have 
Yes, email sequences, sequences of emails. Uh, this may take three to seven emails on average to really guide your email subscribers or pre-frame your subscribers to perform a certain action, which gets me to the next thing that you should keep in mind when strategizing your email marketing campaigns, the purpose of your email. So what's the ultimate purpose of your emails? Of course, to lead your subscribers from point A to point C, from cold leads to ready buyers of your paid program. So for example, a soap opera sequence, this may take five to seven emails each emails have its purpose that leads to your ultimate purpose which is to convert your um, email subscribers into paid customers now i can talk more about different types of emails and how you can craft high conversion copy but uh, we are limited with time today so if you're serious with crafting high conversion email copy and email writing in general uh, stay tuned until the end of my segment today for what's next steps for what's the next steps for you I have an offer. I think Mary will place a clickable link on their um, page. radio page. Yep, we'll do it on our radio page and our website. That's right. So you, we will definitely post any links you give us for, and so our readers, our listeners, can actually go on there and and uh, put a link on it too. Now, um, th- did you have anything else you wanted to add? Right. So, um, so I think we need to get to the last part. To what okay. order, uh, really, yeah, that's part well, of my thesis process. Well, it said, could you share a few tips on how to dominate your market and increase your sales with co- conversational marketing? Right, right. But before we get that, we get to that part. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the last part of my three-step process behind conversion email copy. The, the writing part, right? Okay, so. The writing part should be the easiest part with data and strategy in place already uh, gathered and already um, created. Okay, so now I'll share with you three things to keep an eye on to make sure that every email you send are optimized for conversion. These are your subject line, pre-header, and your uh, call to action. So let me expand more on each element. Your subject, Your subject line. Because unless your subscribers, email subscribers really like you, the moment, the moment your email landed on your client's inbox, the first thing that will launch, that will catch their eye is your subject line. The sole purpose of your subject line is to stop the, them in their tracks, sifting through their emails and entice them to open your emails. Now, don't just write any clickbait headlines. Your subject line should give your email subscribers a hint of what's inside your email, else they, they will be disappointed. So the next, um, the next thing is the free header. When your email is viewed on laptops or desktops, a snippet of your email content can be seen. It's usually the top part of your email content. So the free header together with your subject line are the two things aside from your e- email name, of course, that can be seen by your email subscriber that will give them a hint of what's inside your email. So I know you can optimize your free header in some email marketing platform. That's why I love a campaign in Entrepreneur. I also have a link you can take for you to check them out after this, uh, my segment. So anyways, use the free header to further show them the benefits and entice your readers to open your email. And the next thing to, to focus in is the CTA or your call to action. Now, now that you've got your subscribers to open your email, here comes the very purpose of your email. It's for your subscribers to take a certain action. So here's the marketing lesson that you shouldn't forget that a confused mind always says no. 
So be sure that every email should have one purpose and have one clear call to action. So your call to action should include words that explicitly tell your subscribers what to do and should be relevant to the purpose of your email. So be it to click the link to, your, to check out your free resource or click a link that redirects them to your sales page. Perfect. Yeah, no, that's on on point. And you're right. You need to let people know what um what the uh, I, you need to let the reader, your readers know what to do next. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. And I love your quote. It says, a confirmed, a confused mind should always say no. That's, can you tell me a little bit about that? Right. Because if there are lots, um, as I mentioned, uh, according to study, to the, the attention span of your reader is 2.7 seconds. And there are lots of distractions online. So, if, for example, even if they are viewing their um their page, your page, your website, in their desktop, there are lots of maybe they are up the they are opening a lot of Windows tabs, and there's also the environment that that's a factor in the with the distraction. Well, so, case in point. <laughs> Right. We got a lot of background, but uh, you know, sometimes we have to learn to work around it. (laughs) Right. So that cue the bird, right? (laughs) It's early morning in my area. So this is why we're having all the extra noises going on. Gotcha. It's all good. It's all part of living living life, right? We're all living a new normal these days. So. (laughs) So anyway, no, but but um. You wanted to expand a little bit more on just a few minutes more on the, or a couple minutes more on um, when you read, you want the attention span of your audience is about seven seconds. And then what oh, were you going to say? Point, 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 point seven? Wow. Even no. shorter than I expect. 2.7? No, yeah, 2.7. Oh, even smaller than I thought. So yeah, 2.7. So seconds. So how many words does that include? Do you know? Uh, I'm not really sure. It depends as well on how fast the readers are reading your. Yeah, you can't really completely engage that one, so it makes sense. So, but it has to be quick, basically. Right. <laughs> awesome. So, is there anything else you wanted to add to that part? I think that's that's it. My two-step process behind uh my high conversion con- email copy. Well, that is been fantastic. So, um. Let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else I wanted to ask you because we might have time. Um, could you? Uh, I think you explained the the funnel for going from cold to warm leads fairly well. So I'm not going to get into that one. And I'm going to ask you one other follow up questions. Um, I think that's pretty much all I had to ask. I think we pretty much tied most of it up. And um, so. My question is, I think the last question I have is, do you have any offers that you want to share with our audience today? You, you've mentioned that earlier. You have a couple of links you wanted to provide. Right, right. Um, yeah, I have links for the tools that I've mentioned, like Active Campaign, Entrepreneur, and they can, I think they can go to your page to check it out. But what I, I want to share with you today is, uh, what's the next step for you if you are serious with email writing? So with what I shared with you today, though it's a fraction of what I can share more with you to guide 
to guide you with high conversion copy. These three steps can help you so you don't need to do a shoot in direct methodologies in your email marketing. So I can talk more about different types of emails and how you can craft high conversion copy. But as I mentioned, we are limited with time today. So if you are serious with data-driven, conversion-focused email marketing for your business or to use for your client's projects, here's the next step for you. Go to www.digitalentrepreneurbootcamp.com forward slash waitlist dash 30 DLBC to join my 30 days this building challenge. I'll cover um, high conversion email copy and uh, marketing automation strategy to properly grow your list and help um, you uh, write an email copy that resonates with your email subscribers. That is fantastic. Thank you so much. You've added so much value that's going to really help people understand the well, the importance of why you wanted to go and do an email campaign and, and got into a really simple, easy process that was very well laid out. So I appreciate that. And um, I want to ask you, can you as far as this, um, is there going to be like prizes or giveaways during your during your boot camp? All right. So, um, if you joined this week in inside in my uh, thirty days, because I'm opening the wait list. So, um, after you join the wait list, you will get two bonuses. So, this these bonuses are free if you just sign up on the wait list. So, but. When I launch the program or I open the court for the program, it will be um, for less than a dollar a day. <laughs> I already told you the price. Mm-hmm. Yep, you did very good with that. So, yeah, so free is always helpful because it gives them an idea of how to work. You gets them to know how you work with them and how they get, and it gives them 30 days, really gives them a chance for you to know. Boy, I cannot meet with that rooster <laughs> or is that a chicken. I can't tell. But anyway, <laughs> so hopefully people can hear me. But basically, having the 30-day challenge is really, really good to helping people get to know you while you're going and doing um, doing this 30-day challenge. So that is fantastic. I really appreciate you being here today, Shannon. Shannon, hopefully I got that right this time. So I want to thank uh, you for joining me today. And I want to thank um, Joseph as well. Um, and basically, um, joy, happy, thank you for being here on the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. And we really were able to highlight some uh, really important topics like podcasting, and email cop- marketing and copy for that. So um, those are really valuable tips that our speakers shared with us. So, and I wanted to thank you. You both brought so much value to the audience today. So I really, really appreciate it. And um, Shannon, Shannon had his, had a great, great talk on crafting a high converting email. And Joseph did an amazing talk on how to um, create uh, podcast so from start to finish so that was an amazing talk as well so again i want to thank you both for our professional guest speakers for their engaging and amazing topics today you provided us with crucial information to help our audience grow their business so stay here uh, right here on w4cy radio for the next amazing episode of marketing mindset mastery that airs every thursday night at 6 p.m eastern we are going to have two more guest speakers lined up for next week's show and they will be providing more tips on how to set up your business for success. That ends this segment of our show. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy. 
This is your host, Marie Mason of the Marketing Mindset Mastery. And we will be here next week with more amazing information. So remember, um, stay tuned on W4C Live Radio for the next episode. And until next time, this is your host, Marie Mason of the Marketing Mindset Mastery. Go to our radio page and check out the gifts from our speakers. Until next time, this is Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. To make good profit, don't just focus on making a good profit. Focus on helping your customers improve their lives. They benefit and you make good profit. Just one of the lessons you'll discover in the New York Times bestseller, Good Profit, by Charles Koch at goodprofitbook.com.